Groundbreakers from 4constructionpros.com, the podcast that highlights the innovative equipment, technology, companies, and individuals that are breaking new ground in the construction industry. My name is Becky Schultz, editor of Equipment Today, and in this episode, I speak with representatives from project management software provider Innate and from Project Controls Cubed, an Innate user, about the benefits and power behind the use of artificial intelligence to help generate project schedules, manage scheduling risks, and provide feedback on scheduling efficiency. Let's get the scoop on this topic now. Well, thank you gentlemen for joining me today. Uh, I'd like to start off with Nate sharing a little bit about your role at Innate, as well as some background on the company and, and the types of solutions it offers to the construction industry. Yeah, well, thanks for having me, Becky. Um, so my name's Nate St. John. I am the head of product for Innate Schedule. So that includes planning, scheduling, risk. Um, and I split my time at Innate primarily between uh, facilitating risk workshops and then providing strategic oversight uh, of the product Innate Schedule. Um, speaking to Innate as a whole, uh, we are an end-to-end -end, end -end project management software platform that connects your data across eight different modules. And, and I'm going to test my memory here. Let's see if I can uh, tell you all eight. So it's planning, scheduling, and risk estimating and cost management, safety quality commissioning, field execution, connected analytics reporting, document management, capital change, contract management, and VDC or modeling. So Innate has this um, business model and platform set where we have all of these distinct functional silos sharing and connecting data for a, a fully integrated platform suite end-to-end -end project management for your CapEx projects. Great. And Jeff, I'd like you to also share some background about yourself and your role at Project Controls Cubed, um, as well as maybe talk us through some of the type of work that the company performs and how it's actually using the innate software solution. Sure, thanks, Becky. Well, yeah, I'm Jeff Campbell. I'm the Director of Planning and Scheduling at Project Controls Cubed. and. Uh, we manage four very large programs throughout the West Coast right now. That's the Echo Water Program, which is around $2 billion up in Sacramento. The Pure Water Program, which is in San Diego, which is about 1 billion right now. Um, the Sites Program, which is about, I actually don't know how much that is, but it's in the, it's in the billions. We're still in the planning stages and the Bull Run Treatment Program, uh, Sites is in Northern California and uh, the Bull Run Treatment Program, which is in Portland, and that's about a billion dollars also. So in each of those programs, we provide pretty much the same role, which is planning and scheduling and cost control. And we kind of look like we know what we're doing because we kind of predicted that, you know, COVID might or something like this might come along in the future. And we needed something that's virtual, something that we can connect to the entire program without having to physically be there. So, you know, by the time COVID came around, we had already deployed an eight schedule on all these programs. So it was a very seamless transition to going virtual, which did not affect our programs at all. We just kept rolling right along. And we actually do not charge the clients the use of innate schedule. This is an overhead cost. And I think the reason we do that mostly is because the word AI can be intimidating. 
Sure. You know, people might be trying to take over the world. And a lot of times we're dealing with people who still want to use Primavera Project Planner called P3 and SureTrack. So saying AI and engineering construction can be very intimidating. Uh, but we understand in our company the power that is behind N8 Schedule, and that's why we have deployed it. We have faith that it is the best solution out there to manage the planning, scheduling, and cost control, and its predictability certainly has paid off. But on the other side of that, you know, the part that I'm talking about, the P3 in, in our industry, it's very user-friendly. So um, I, I don't know, Nate, if you still call it Iris, I like the name, that's the name of the um, AI. I'm kind of old school with um, any schedule. I've been around for a while. But yeah, so Iris really, you know, works in the background and um, starts to predict what our uh, project contributors are going to do with the schedule. And the outcome is outstanding. So um, it really gives them that what, what's really important to us and the key role in what we do is provide that situational awareness to our clients. And that situational awareness provides actionable intelligence. And that actionable intelligence allows the leaders of these big programs to make decisions with confidence. So that's why we rely on innate schedule to provide that high level of situational awareness. That, that's great. It sounds like you really um, benefited from using the program. And I would like to learn more about the AI enhancement that's part of this. Um, Nate, maybe you can tell us a little bit about that functionality and, and how that all works and, and what innate just recently introduced as part of that. Yeah, so you know, AI to Jeff's point is can be an intimidating concept, and I think that it can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different folks. Um, what what it means in particular to innate schedule, we pride ourselves on all these different type of planning uh, support, planning scenarios that are on the foundation of just intelligence in general, and so you know, the goal to levitate all project team members to a more intelligent, sophisticated level of planning um, can be complicated, but with the ease of use and the support that something like AI provides, it's actually becoming quite easy, quite adoptable, and to Jeff's point, uh, really delivers some significant results. So I think one of the, the main things that the AI uh, provides for innate schedule is you're able to leverage what we call an inference engine, um, if, particularly for pre-planning um, stages. So what that does is, is it, it prompts the user and provides suggestions based on what the user has experienced in the past. So we have this idea of what we call the knowledge library. And if you think of all the construction projects that we've been on, it's it's no different than any other, you know, event in life in that it produces a lot of data. And so we want to fully leverage that data. So there's this idea of this knowledge library that gets populated um, when you archive or as build a schedule, a cost estimate or anything. And, and it's, it's friendly enough where you can use P6, XCR files, Microsoft project files, um, Excel files. It's what we call unstructured data. So leveraging this inference engine will go and mine this unstructured data and will identify matches for recommendations when a planner goes in and begins to, to pre-plan out 
a new project. Um, there's this idea um, of, of the machine learning element that we've built into the software where it continuously suggests, learns, suggests, learns, and it's this cyclical process. So what happens is if, if Jeff and someone on his team declines a suggested match, the computer will remember that, learn it, change the algorithm so that the next time Jeff and his team encounter that scenario with similar attributes, it'll be a more accurate suggestion from the inference engine and it all falls under this kind of AI definition. Right. Jeff, I'd be curious to know if you could provide an example where this has specifically benefited the company um, and, and its clients. Can you, can you share any particular situation or, or scenario that um, you've encountered where AI has really made I sure a big can. difference um, as part of that? So component? I think of the AI and what Nate just talked about as that superintendent who's got 30 or 40 years of experience and he's finally ready to retire. And all of that knowledge that he has created over those 30 or 40 years is now gone. But that's not the case with innate schedule. All of that knowledge is retained. So you can think about a program that we've been on since 2012, Echo Water. It's an advanced wastewater treatment program. You know, we've developed We've uh, created and you know constructed some incredible facilities there, and the people that we work on on that program are just the, probably the most brilliant I've ever seen. And that's not just you know the superintendent; these are the the program manager. He's an incredible guy, and and along with all of his you know senior people over there, the project program managers, all of them are just brilliant. Well, you know, um, Echo Water is coming to an end in. 2022, 2023. And what happens to all of those incredibly intelligent people? Well, you know, they just probably are going to retire. A lot of them already have. But what we've done is we've captured all of that information into Iris's AI. Okay. So the next time that we build an advanced wastewater treatment program, we can, we can use that knowledge library and that database to basically create schedule modules that has the actual cost. How, how much it actually costs to build it and the actual time, actually all the actual start and finish dates of all the activities that can go into it. And on a program that big, we're talking 100,000 activities now that, you know, even me with, you know, 20 years of experience, I wouldn't know what to do with 100,000 activities. Well, Iris does. Iris can keep those as scheduled modules. So what we do is, you know, we do... Um, propose on a lot of different programs. And all we do is we go in and we say, okay, we have a new program occurring over here that we're going to propose on. We're, we're not gonna create you know, a whole new schedule. We just go into Iris, we say, hey, we're creating a new filtration facility, for example. And Iris will tell us, well, you've already made a filtration facility before. Here's what it actually took in time and in money to create that. And all of a sudden we have a schedule that would have taken me years to develop so when we go into proposing on a program, we bring that knowledge to it. So that's one example that we use the, the um, IRIS, or I mean, whether the artificial intelligence. Another one is uh, in the planning phase, which we're doing now on a lot of these programs are still in planning. Um, we allow um, our project contributors, these right. are non-scheduling people. These are people who um, are the program manager, the project managers, they, they go in and they contribute to the project. So what they'll go in on a monthly or bi-monthly basis do and say, 
okay, where are we, how are we doing on our deliverables? So we have these review cycles that are created by innate schedule and we open a review cycle. They get an email saying, here's your activities that you are responsible for. They go in and they update the status of those activities. Um, and in the process, what they're doing is they're really checking the pulse. They're saying, how am I doing with the um, activities I'm in charge of according to my deliverables, which I need to deliver because I may have a funding source that I need by the end of that deliverable, which is really gonna make the entire difference of whether we're gonna have the funding to build these massive programs. So they take it really seriously. And you know, if it wasn't for innate schedules ability to help them, they're gonna be just putting in, you know, just kind of like default data that's gonna say, hey, I'm going to make that deliverable, right? Because they don't wanna be the people who, who come out and say, oh, you know what? I am the sure. longest path to making this deliverable and I'm not gonna make it. That puts a lot of pressure on them. So what innate schedule allows them to do is update the schedule, but at the same time, introduce risks. And those risks are kind of like an off-ramp to say, hey, guess what team? Um, there may be an issue with us making this deliverable, which could impact us getting that funding, but it's not necessarily that I am, you know, the cause of that. I'm introducing a risk that may be affecting that. Okay. But in the past, you know, that would go to a risk manager and a risk manager is someone who's like a 40 hour a week, full-time guy or girl or girl um, professional, we'll call them um, who, you know, really needs to, you know, use this really expensive software to develop this risk-adjusted schedule that's actually not in a schedule. It's just kind of a, a Monte Carlo simulation. Well, we don't need to, you know, you know, have a, a six-figure income professional risk person on our programs because um, Iris and Innate Schedule does risk-adjusted schedules automatically. Okay, so these people who are the project managers, they will introduce that risk, put in the probabilities, and all we have to do is determine what our probability should be set at. And usually, a good industry standard is about 80% probability. So we just, we just turn on the risk analysis in basis, and, and Nate is probably going to talk about this because it's a brand new, they've always had risk, but they just added another layer of that, um, of that capacity and capability. And so it automatically creates that risk-adjusted schedule. So what happens is they update their schedule. Uh, we go in and we do the review of all their updates. And at the same time, we're analyzing their risk. And we say, yeah, in a schedule, we want you to uh, create a risk-adjusted schedule. And all of a sudden, right away, they are seeing you know, their risk um, histograms. They're seeing their tornado charts. And they're seeing a risk-adjusted schedule. So they're right away starting the mitigation planning, which would have taken weeks, months to do on, on the other side. So that is another brilliant feature that has really helped us in our programs. That does sound pretty, pretty impressive as a feature. Nate, can you maybe expand on that a little bit and tell us a little bit more about how that all works? Um, so <laughs> we've always had the mentality that risk management should not just be reserved like Jeff had alluded to, to big corporations and big budgets. That's naturally going to drive uh, the everyday project member away and deter them uh, for, 
you know, against using risk management in an, at least an iterative process. I think a lot of teams do a, a fairly good job upfront of identifying their risks. Uh, and, you know, we see a lot of risk matrix out there that are just in Excel and, and they're really spoken about and called upon during the pre-planning phase. But then once the project's been awarded, there's a tendency for that effort to kind of fall off just because of everything that's going on on the job. Uh, it, you know, people are busy, you know, and, and, and I think that um, risk can be and come off often as a really sophisticated thing. And under the hood, it is very sophisticated. What we pride ourselves on at Innate Schedule is we make something that is very sophisticated and intelligent, but we make it easy. We provide the user an ease of use in that they can incorporate that into their iterative planning cycle. And so Jeff alluded to this idea of capturing feedback from project members in this kind of markup phase. And what that, what that really means is that, you know, we invite discipline leads, superintendent leads, people that are experts in their field to come and contribute to areas in the schedule. And what they're doing is they're marking up their own copy of the schedule, but it's not at this moment affecting the master data. It's just these record layers of feedback. And what the software does is it brings us all together when the feedback has been completed to get to this stage where we can now sit down and have a collaborative review uh, with all these teams, team members commenting on one design item in a schedule. The computer will alter and take that input and automatically weight the triangular distribution for that item so that it speeds up the process so that you don't have to go through the added calculation. It frees your mind up to focus more on what the, what the risks are and what the work is in front of you um, rather than the actual process of risk management. And so we've been very good um, applying this to the schedule. And one of the benefits and what I'm extremely excited about being part of the innate platform is now we have an opportunity to pull cost into the conversation. Um, and so we recently released uh, the same functionality for a, a risk simulation via a Monte Carlo engine um, and an ease of use experience to also the cost estimate. And the cost estimate and schedule now use a unified risk register. And so we can take that strong work that you do up front in conducting a risk matrix, we can import it into innate schedule. And now you have a unified point for the probability of a risk occurring, not only the day impact, but the cost impact. And so the mapping experience and the assignment of risks is the exact same if you were to look at a scheduled WBS or a cost CBS structure. And then to take it further, once we've assigned a risk, we make sure that there are certain calls to actions on whether or not that risk should be mitigated. Sure. And so you have the ability to add in multiple mitigations against a risk. You can assign a due date, a risk owner, uh, new impacts that will obviously be lower than your unmitigated risk. And the, the engine is so quick that you can run, okay, I wanna run a scenario where I have none of my risks mitigated. What are my results? Now I wanna turn on all mitigations. What are my results? So it's this slice and dice approach to what ultimately leads you down to a cost benefit analysis um, and ultimately making the right business decisions, you know, using this iterative risk assessment tool. 
Right. And it sounds like something like this tool could have huge benefits, especially on uh, the larger projects that um, Project Controls Cubed is involved in and the, the, and the larger clients. Um, but what about if you're looking at smaller projects or um, smaller companies that might need the same benefits? Is there a, a limit there is there a point where innate maybe isn't the best option or is can it be applied kind of across the board in some fashion? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so we've positioned ourselves in the market to be attractive to both small, medium and large size enterprises. So right now, you know, we're not in the business on taking on Oracle P6 head on and trying to replace them. We know where they stand in the market and everyone uses them and that's just what it is. So we've done a lot of engineering work to make sure that we can round trip and enhance the areas that P6 uh, don't provide. And so what that would look like is you would have a schedule in P6, you bring in that XER file, you do all the magic, collaboration, add intelligence, do risk assessments, an innate schedule. And at the end of the day, you end up with a risk adjusted schedule. And then you can kick that out to be P6 and carry on your way. Now, traditionally, what we've seen with smaller businesses is they might not want to have a bunch of P6 licenses. They might not, they might be in a position where they, they don't know quite how to establish even a, a proper project controls environment. And so we always leave the door open and welcome folks. If you want to uh, natively create, manage and, and utilize schedules in innate schedule, we do have a full CPM algorithm uh, where you can do everything just in house with us. And so I think that serves uh, you know, the broad range of, of uh, of companies in terms of revenue and size. The other thing I would think is, is you know, you can assign risks at any level within the schedule. So if you have a 50,000 line item schedule and you want to assign risks at the activity level, go for it, you know, you can. But to those smaller companies out there that perhaps have higher level schedules, uh, you know, by all means, you have options to assign at summary levels. You can have them prorate or not prorate down. Um, and so I would say that, it, you know, we don't discriminate on size of projects by any means. Um, it's definitely built and robust enough to handle the 50, 60,000 line schedules, um, but it works just as efficient. Uh, and especially if, again, I always encourage our clients, build, build your muscles in the knowledge library. When you ask build a schedule, don't let it just sit in P6 as a record you know, there's a lot of effort and knowledge spent on that project. So, uh, you know, regardless of the size and, and, you know, build your muscles in the knowledge library. And I think that's a good starting point to then be able to leverage AI, the inference engine and the machine learning capabilities of the software. Absolutely. So in terms of getting started and utilizing a program such as this, can you talk about that? Jeff, I don't know if you were involved in, in the first stages of, of bringing it on board with your company, but can you talk about how easy is it to implement and, and um, get going so that you actually start seeing a return on that investment? Uh, yeah, we were, I would consider us an early adopter. I don't think we can consider 
uh, in a schedule and early adoption phase anymore. It's getting closer to critical mass than early adoption. Um, so there were some, you know, whenever you have early adoption, there are some growing pains, but what's really important in all that is Nate and his team supported us the entire time. So they will do training. Uh, they would sit with us individually or as a group. Um, even when we had to repeat the training, they would do that as well. And I'm not talking about just Project Controls Cube. I'm talking about all of our partners that's any company that we work with, and we work with all the big engineering firms, um, a lot with Brown and Caldwell, they're an excellent company too. So um, a lot of the training they are willing to help, doesn't matter you know who the company is, they will step in and, and teach and train them how to do it. And it's really easy to use. And that's the important thing is they understand that not everybody is a professional planner scheduler. A lot of these contributors are project managers who would like Excel spreadsheets. So in order to make it a useful tool that someone's not gonna turn away from and to say it's not gonna work with me is it needs to be user-friendly and it is. Talking with you, Jeff, can you talk a little bit about what you see as a general whole? How can a program such as Innate help companies to, to become more efficient, more productive? Um, what, how do you see this advancing the industry as a whole? Um, from your perspective? Yeah, you know, our, our, excuse me, our industry is plagued with having cost overruns and schedule overruns. Um, and a lot of it is pretty tight margins. So um, they know there's not a lot of room to, you know, bring on new software because it's expensive or, you know, add different benefits to you know, a construction project. Uh, but I would encourage the people that are out there in our industry to understand that we cannot keep going down the road of having cost and schedule overruns, um, having time impact analysis, claims, that type of thing. It's not good for our industry. So it, I, I think it's going to take a little bit of vision um, for the people who are in charge of these projects and programs to understand that a little bit of upfront investment is worth it because in the end, you're gonna save so much money in time and schedule and uh, avoiding claims. Great. Nate, do you have any comments on that as well? Yeah, I do. It, um, so there's this, um, if, I guess if we compare it in terms of traditional planning versus risk-adjusted planning for a moment, if you think of everything that is, is, is traditional in terms of critical path method scheduling, there's a heavy focus on planning left to right. There's a heavy, heavy focus on critical path items, maybe some subcritical path items. Um, and there are these compounding delays up front that we're all too familiar with that then trickle down stream and, and, and really disrupt operations. If we and then with traditional scheduling, essentially what it is, is and especially if you use other softwares out there, you're going to set your plan, you're going to put all this effort into it. But at the end of the day, it's producing a best case scenario. Okay, we right. all know early dates, right? Mm -hmm. and, and we can say, you know, well, we're just going to target that I, I don't, I don't, you know, I would, if anyone out there has ever stayed on their early curve for a six year long project, please 
please call me because I, <laughs> I want a job. You know, it's just not, it's not feasible. And so, you know, you put a lot of pressure on yourself right away with traditional planning. If you think about risk adjusted planning, our philosophy at innate at least is to adopt risk adjusted schedules and planning upfront to Jeff's point. Um, and what that looks like is you agree to a target, whether it's a target budget, um, a target date, and you work backwards. And that naturally is going to um, free up yourself for constraint-free execution. I think it also, at the end of the day, doesn't kick out a best case scenario, but rather a most likely scenario. And that's the big difference here. Um, and I think we're beginning, you know, doing risk workshops for a while now, I'm seeing that we can now begin to curb the conversation between an owner and a contractor. And, and we can um, enlighten them and, ex and, and show the value that it brings to take the risk adjusted planning approach. What I mean by that is that's all summed up into what innate calls competence management. So we're beginning to you know, educate project stakeholders that if somebody comes to the table with a proposal, they're gonna come so with a cost and a schedule. But if they use our system and our methodology, they will bring that third dimension of confidence. And to Jeff's point, he called it 80% uh, confidence. So if we target 80%, we're most likely going to be more expensive and a little longer than our competitor for that job. However, we can say to the owner for the contractor in this example, hey, we're higher, but we're also providing another dimension and that's called confidence. And we're 80% sure that we can hit the dates and the budget that we've set out in our proposal. And there's no doubt that that is going to be less expensive than going after a best case scenario where you have these compounding effects, you have the impacts, you have the delay and disruptions, ultimately it's claims, then you're in a, uh, uh, arbitration litigation. We all are too familiar with that world. So putting the time and effort up front, you know, I think I always go back to the saying, you know, projects don't fail because of poor execution. They fail due to poor planning. Okay. And so, um, you know, to Jeff's point and to echo everything he said, if we can change the methodology and if we can get people to adopt in this type of technology, I think in the long run, it's just a matter of time before it catches on and people, ex you know, accept that, you know, confidence via a risk management solution is is a really feasible and uh, profitable way to go. But I'd like to get your your both of your um, thoughts on how you feel that this type of technology can ultimately help the industry to evolve and become a, a much more efficient, productive, cost-effective um, sector um, utilizing these types of platforms. You got to think about that superintendent. You got to think about that program manager. Okay. So I'm giving it from both ends. They have all the experience, but eventually those great folks are going to retire. Um, Iris and innate schedule captures all of their knowledge. Okay. And that is how we are going to evolve as an industry because right now we start over every single time. Every single time when we have a new project, we start over. We need to stop starting over from scratch. We need to learn what we have learned from past programs and projects and apply it to our new programs and projects. And the more we do that, the more we have those modules, the more we build that knowledge library and that module database, 
the better we're going to be. We're going to have actual cost data, actual start, actual finish data. So we will know exactly what it took to build something instead of what it might take to build something in the future. Is there anything else that we have missed that um, you'd like to share about um, what you're, for, from your perspective, Jeff, um, the benefits that you've gained from using the program and from your perspective, Nate, on um, the potential opportunities or features that Innate has to offer? And maybe we can start with Jeff on that. Oh, I'm so glad you asked that because I forgot to say something. <laughs> Great. Um, and I, and I didn't hear Nate mention it either. So I'm so glad you said that. So um, innate basis makes me be better as a planner scheduler. Okay, so they have something called schedule critique. And really what it is is schedule quality. And so we're talking about things like constraints, missing logic, missing predecessors, successors, all sorts of great things that we need to make sure that when we produce the schedule, the schedule quality is there. If you do not have a high quality schedule, then what you're showing uh, your stakeholders is not very good information. So um, with innate schedule, it allows us to be better planners and schedulers because it will automatically identify as you're building the schedule, hey, you're missing predecessors. Hey, you have a constraint here. Hey, you're, there's a gap in your critical path, okay? so. The fact that it very nicely and uh, uh, intelligently tells you when you're not being a very good planner scheduler and tells you how to fix it is very helpful. So I just wanted to mention that because uh, we need to keep make sure that when we produce something, it's of the highest quality. And innate schedule makes sure it keeps us, you know, to our high standards. That's great. Uh, Nate, do you have some comments as well? We're very confident in what we have today in terms of our risk management process and methodology. Um, we're very comfortable with that. There are a few other areas of the solution um, that uh, outside of just risk. And so I think I'd mention it, you can round trip uh, from P6 or Microsoft Project um, if, if your company decides to stay with, with those companies um, and, and softwares. You can um, also use short-term interval planning or last planner or three-week look ahead, whatever you want to call it. Um, and that will maintain context within the CPM. And so if, if, a, if a step or a uh, short-term activity under a CPM item pushes out beyond that CPM, it'll notify the planner and it'll say, hey, someone in the field in a three-week meeting suggested that this crew arrangement should be conducted this way. However, it breaches the agreement of what's in the CPM schedule. It'll notify the planner, and then the planner can either agree to extend that activity or go back and have a critical conversation and say, hey, we actually have to do our best to rearrange our crews. Point the schedule critique, which is an AI-assisted always-on option that's running. You can turn it on or turn it off, but it is always on. That will prompt the uh, the planner of, of their schedule quality. Um, I think the other exciting thing is that, and what I really feel lucky about uh, working for Innate is that we're part of a platform. And so we're not a point solution. There are a lot of point solutions out there. There are other softwares that do risk management, but I think that the industry has a very valid demand when they say, when I change something in the model or the cost estimate, I want to see that connected data and that change in my schedule. 
And so Innate's made over 200 real world, what we call real world integration points across all eight products. And we've got another hundred or so to go. And so I think beyond just Innate's schedule, um, I think being part of this platform and this Innate ecosystem is what's really going to move the needle moving forward. Uh, we already have begun to do that with accepting cost estimates from our estimate software in order to risk adjust those and unify them with a risk register. We can, if, if you use an AWP or WorkPack planning methodology on your project, we can push dates in real time over into a model and that component will have the updated CPM dates. Um, so there's a lot of interconnectivity um, amongst the platform. And I think that's at the end of the day, really gonna be the needle mover for us. Well, that's all the time we have today. Thank you to our guests, Nate St. John at Innate and Jeff Campbell at Project Controls Cubed for joining us. Tune in every week for another episode of the Groundbreakers podcast by 4constructionpros.com. Be sure to subscribe and share as we break more new ground together. Until next time.